breaded or battered? If you have to ask breaded or battered what, you're not from Wexford Town. There, if you say breaded or battered, the answer is immediate. The batter. <laughs> you're battered rather than yeah. breaded then. Yeah. 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 Wexford Town is home to a local delicacy. The Wexford Rissole. It smells as lovely, isn't it? Mmm. Wexford Town is also home to Shane Dunphy, who's intrigued by the Wexford Town Rissole. It tells me fried rissoles are common in the Republic of Ireland, especially in the county of Wexford. It should say only in the county of Wexford, of course, because rissoles only exist, in fact, in Wexford town. He knows there's more than one kind of rissole in the town and that people are fiercely loyal to one or the other. Cafolas. Cafolas. Sharkies. Shane, who's a writer and a teacher, also knows that the rissole has been around forever. But when he decided to go out around the town and ask about rissoles, he found out that's not quite true. The Wexford rissole is a recent invention. Not only that, it has a terrible tragedy in its history. The Wexford rissole traditionally is a concoction made from old chips that would be left over from the previous day. They'd be mashed up and herbs and spices added. They'd be then put in a batter and deep fried the next day. I'm Dennis Collins. I'm from Wexford. I run two art galleries in Rosslare and in Wexford Town. My first whistle would definitely have been from Maggie Stamps, which was just down the road from where I live. Can you remember what those childhood whistles were like? They were, felt a lot bigger than they are now. Uh, you, you feel now that it actually fits in your hand and you could eat it in one go. Then you could have a sense that you might be able to share it with somebody else. It was that big. It certainly felt that big. Well, I can only describe it from my memories back in the late 50s, early 60s. Chips were 8 pence, that's 8D now, and the results were 4D. I'm Celestine Rafferty, I am the Senior Assistant Librarian with Wexford County Council Library Service. The results recipe was a secret, of course. Uh, they were just spectacular. Inside they were fluffy, they were wonderful. Perfect, that'd be great. I'll just go around and get and I'll be in the side door here. Perfect, yeah, we'll follow you around, will we? Great. I'm Cormac McCarth, I'm Ricky McCarthy, the proprietor of the Premier. I pretty much manage the shop when he's busy doing other things or when he's not around. Well, a lot of native Wexford people that would have moved away, you know, to England, the US, Australia, anywhere like that. They come back and when they're leaving they pre-order a whole batch of results to be made up for them and they bring it home with them and ration it out pretty much. <laughs> back in the 80s, it would have been mid-80s, 85, 86, Egon Rane came to the chipper and had a risole, chips and fish. He left a testimonial with my grandmother about uh, the best fish and chips that he had ever had. Have you ever eaten a Wexford Rissole? Yeah. What do you think? They're late. Oh, delicious. The batter. They're lovely. You're battered rather than yeah. breaded then? Yeah. yeah. Nowhere else. I don't know. It's the Wexford thing.
we were in the Thomas More Tavern, which is a local pub. We were discussing local foods, and I mentioned the Rissol as being Wexford's distinctive local food. And I said that I would be able to recognise which chip shop the Rissol came from, just by tasting them, and I'd be able to tell the people who bought them where they'd got them. So two members of the theatre company decided they would go out and hunt down Manny Rissols. And these, this theatre company was from... They were from, they were from London. So they headed off and did a kind of a tour of the fish and chip shops in the centre of the town and came back with maybe four or five different whistles in bags and uh, these were laid out then for tasting. So we tasted them all. Now the Maggie Stamps whistle or the Carfola whistle is immediately recognisable visually over, over and above all the others. So that was easy to get. They had bought two in the Premier Chipper and they do two types of whistles. They do a whistle which is in batter and a whistle which is in breadcrumbs. They're much flatter. They're more like a potato cake, flat. So the two premier ones were instantly recognisable, again, just from taste and visually. But it was the three others that would provide more difficulty because they would have been from chippers further afield. But when you tasted them, each one was recognisable. And, of course, these English people... It was no value to say, oh, that came from Willie Grace's, because for them, it was just another chip shop. So I had to actually describe in detail to them where they had bought the pieces, which street it was on, what the street looked like, and what the chip shop looked like. And I was able to identify all of the whistles that they brought to their satisfaction. You are the, the whistle connoisseur. That's it, a whistle connoisseur. Hello, I'm Warren Gillen. I'm a chef patron of Kishtinella, the first proper Irish restaurant in Wexford town. And Warren, you have taken the Wexford Rissol and I suppose you've massaged it slightly with your, your yeah, own experience absolutely. and culinary skills. I've used my training in health cuisine and I've refined maybe a dish that would be a working class dish, but I still think that it's roots and heritage out here, you know. There was a lot of debate about the ingredients, so I'll just give you my recipe. First of all, mashed potatoes, no butter or anything added. Thyme, sage and parsley breadcrumbs at that stage you roll them into little patties with salt and pepper and the secret ingredient to the Wexford result would be some malt vinegar a little drop of malt vinegar yeah now we have refined our restaurant one and we, we have added something what we call a gastric which is a mixture of vinegar and sugar boiled together to take that uh, aggressive vinegar taste off it that's it now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to dive right in here you dive right in It's it's ama- it's amazing how evocative flavour can be because that's bringing me yeah right back to primary school. It is yeah. coming down on a Friday for lunch down isn't to a amazing, certain yeah. chipper, and you're right there again, isn't it? You know. Yeah, a lot of modern chefs in restaurants are trying to recapture culinary memories because you bank flavour memories, you know, and if you can capture them and maybe tweak them a bit and turn it into a restaurant dish, you're onto a winner every time. Some chip shops will give you frozen whistles to bring home with you so you can deep fry them at your own home. Do we approve of that? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, and I'll tell you why. You get your oil out and put it into your chip pan, and it's nice and clean, and it's cooked no other chips, really. Maybe one or two batches of chips, but when you go into any good chipper, they've been frying, um, no matter how often they change the oil, they've been frying in it all day. So there's the accumulation of little crispy bits there's the accumulation of fish in batter sausages in batter and so on so the oil gathers its own aroma and its own uh, sense so that the whistle when it goes in then 
takes on board all of those tastes, which you could never possibly get at home. You know, the, the spice burger's been cooked in there, the sausages have been cooked in there, and so on. So it gets a very distinct premises. Well, the obvious question is, breaded versus battered? Uh, it has to be battered. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where do you stand on battered versus breaded? Either. I don't care. It's whatever, whatever's in it is tasty. Are you a whistle eater? Ah, uh, yeah. Battered on upright crumb. Battered? Yeah. They're made every single morning, fresh, four or five hundred maybe. Four or five hundred every day. Yeah. And then you multiply that by seven, so we're talking about possibly 2,800 whistles per week. Possibly. Percentage-wise, breaded versus battered. The both of them would be equally popular. As far really? as I know, we make equal amounts of both. It's kind of a 50-50. I originally thought it was batter only, but as I found out when I researched it, the original recipe in Wexford was Ellie Wright's one, which is the breadcrumb one, funny enough. When my grandparents opened up the premiere, they got the recipe for the rissoles from Nellie Wright. Wright's Chip Shop was run by uh, Mr and Mrs Wright and by their friend Gordon. They were an English couple and Gordon, everybody thought he was their son, but I'm not absolutely certain about that. I think he may have been perhaps a military friend of Mr. Wright. Gordon wore, to my memory, he wore a white shirt always and a dicky bow, you know, a, a, bow, a bow tie. And uh, Wright's was Wright's the was the, time. the place. No matter where you went to, whether you went to the cinema or confession or confraternity, the night ended in Wright's chip shop. What happened to Mrs. Wright's shop? It went on fire. The oil overheated and it exploded and went on fire. And the chip shop was burned and Gordon was killed. His shirt went on fire. He had one of these nylon shirts and it went on fire. Good Lord. And they, they never And they never, them. their hearts were gone. Yeah, hearts were broken. Sum up the result for us in one word. Tasty. Pure bliss. Punchy flavours. A food hand grenade. 